Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Sickos Committee podcast. This is our preview of week five. As always, my name is Jordan. I'm VP of Graphic Design and Data Science and Cursed Oskies. In fact, everyone will be happy to know I have some Oskies churning in the background right now. So every once in a while, I'll drop one in Discord for the other guys on this podcast just to let them see what I'm making. Tonight with me also, we have our Commissioner Escalante and Chicken Sedan. Chicken, how you doing? I am doing well. Thanks for having me back. I'm actually uh, shocked and delighted that you uh, brought me back on the podcast. I thought I might have burned some bridges last time. <laughs> There's literally no way to burn bridges on this thing. No, I mean, you're, you're, you're good. Welcome back, Mr. Chicken Sedan. Kamish, how you doing, man? It's been a, a long, interesting day outside of college football. I, I, I tried to put together a piece of furniture. <laughs> it, 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 I, I skipped a step, apparently. And so oh God. This, this thing has like, there's a middle piece that's completely missing. And, and I've completed it. Now there's just like a gap in this thing. Okay. It, it's like one of those things that you, the front of your house where you like have hooks. And it's like, you could put like stuff on the, there's a bottom shelf. And then it has like a back with hooks. Yeah, and then yeah, it, yeah. there's a little top shelf, a little thing where you can put like, you know, like backpacks, your wallet and, and like mm -hmm. hang jackets up or something like that. But yeah, there was a piece in the center that basically would put like the back in between, which it's not structural at all. So there's just like a like a, a three inch gap in between this thing. Okay. And so I was frustrated with that. And meanwhile, the, the kiddo gets into the styrofoam packaging. Course. So we have the little tiny styrofoam balls all over the freaking house right now. Mm -hmm. Everywhere. I can't walk. These stupid styrofoam balls are everywhere. I am furious about this. I don't know if I'm going to take apart this thing or not and, and put this back together because if it bothers me so much, I may do it. I, I think I'm going to do that. I, it's, it's really irking me right now. And it's not Earth Week, but you know, just that's basically how that's going for me right now. So I am gonna have a drink while we do this to hopefully calm down and and, and worry about some sickos college football coming this week. One of my favorite underrated bits on the HBO show The Wire. I'm assuming both of you've watched it. I have. Yes. Yeah. One of my one of my favorite bits is is the series is sort of bookended by in the first season McNulty has his kids for the weekend and he has to spend all this time drunkenly trying to assemble IKEA furniture so his kids can have a place to sleep and then the yeah. very last mm -hmm. season Kima and her wife had split up and now she's got the kids and she's trying to put together IKEA furniture I don't know you might have to bleep mm -hmm. IKEA Jordan I'm not sure about I can't remember where we got this from honestly this thing was sitting in the front room for probably about a month in the box. Oh, yeah. And so today I was like, yeah, let's, let's get it done. I can get it done. Finally, you know? Oh and, yeah, of course. And that's you, you know, that's what you get for trying to do something. Yeah. How dare I? And then there's this, this that little two inch gap in the middle of, I, I mean, it's like three inch and I'm like the instructions, it looked like it had a dash in these two things, but apparently it was an I like uh, <laughs> an uppercase I. So I thought it meant to keep it separated. So I was like, okay. And then at the end, you don't see this piece for the rest of the time and any of the instructions at all. At the end, it's like, hey, make sure you screw the the eye part piece in here in the back, you know, to make sure, you know, the back is, is, is screwed up together. And I'm like, what? So I went through like 16 steps. It just totally missed this. I, I know this is college school, but I am furious right now. All right. <laughs> no, yeah, no, this is good. This is oh. got to get, get this data. Get the data out of your system. Like, this is. This is dad anger. I, I totally feel it. Styrofoam everywhere. I'm, oh, just, just, man. <laughs> I was trying to sweep it. I was trying oh, to sweep no, it up before, before the podcast. And then the, the fan's on, so the little tiny balls are not collecting. <laughs> it looks like, 
God, just come on, man. Just so angry right now. So I, I'm just like, I'm a little furious, but you know, I, I have, I didn't have much time to contribute to the show notes, but I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm fired up. Apparently, yeah, no, you are, you are so fired up. You're gonna run through a wall. Yes, let's do it. The first thing we want to say is if you're in the path of Hurricane Ian, please be safe. Please be careful. We had some games already moved. That, you know, that's the least important thing of this whole bit. But just make sure if you're out there, be safe. Holler us at Twitter. Let us know how things are going because hurricanes suck. And you know, we're all, well, at least Escalante and I are Southerners. So we've been through these things before. Well, I mean, this is kind of why I live in Texas now after that lovely hurricane back in 2005. So that's right. Whatever uh, that, 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 that 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 lady that lady named Katrina uh, yeah. that that basically eventually led to me living in in Texas. So I I hope everybody is safe in the path of Ian and and you know I I'm I'm a little irked about the desk, but you know again more important things and just stay safe. I'm sure you guys are prepared and uh, just hunker down and and hopefully it won't get too strong. The first thing I want to talk about is some big boy news. Uh, according to Joe Arunda at Joe Arunda nine on Twitter, Aruda, sorry, Joe Arunda nine on Twitter, the UConn football roster is so thin at running back. Morris said that the staff considered a six foot, 300 pound defensive lineman, Jelani Stafford to play the position. Stafford played some RB in high school and was quote, pretty darn good. I know Jim Mora, you're listening to this podcast. Of you, course. Like you do. I mean, yeah. UConn football has Every been on some tough times lately. And I feel like your main claim to fame in a lot of circles of the college internet, uh, college football internet has been your your silly sad husky, which we love. But uh, nice. I think this is this is a, a a chance to put UConn on the map. You go out there, you put the big guy in there, you give him twenty five carries. You, you know, 25. probably averages. <laughs> okay. yep. I'm carries. just asking for one. He's like, I think it's a dad's like, give him twenty five. Give him a Workhorse. Just lean into the spectacle. I posted in the Discord. I noticed the uh, UConn football actual uh, official Twitter is is now posting memes about big boy running back. Yeah. So, oh yeah, I they, they need I, to steer I, into the skid. I uh, I, re- I think I quote tweeted that when I was like, "Don't you dare tease us, UConn. He better get at least one carry." And chickens and Dan's like, "Give him the rock twenty five times. Just pound it." Pound it with the defensive lineman. Those linebackers this is, are going to be tired by the end of the game. <laughs> this is the this is over the uh, this is this is the real Husky Revolution. It's finally become a Husky Boy Husky Revolution, <laughs> and that's what we want. That, that's it. I mean, I remember was it the the D line? They were called the War Daddies. Yep, the War Daddies. The War Daddies. So you're going to put a War Daddy in the backfield, and, and Chicken Sedan is just going to give him the rock 25 times. Let's go. I just want just, one. Just nope. give me one. Chicken's dad's like 25. 25. I don't 25. crap. 25 carries. Go. First maybe, down maybe, runs every time. Maybe That's run right. him on a wildcat package, open the backfield up for <laughs> oh, him. You know. Oh my god. This this reminds me this reminds me of uh in King of the Hill. The thing about Bill was that like he was offensive line, I think. But the big thing about it was that they bring him in as the running back for like, or the fullback for like goal line packages. Yeah. And this has that very same feeling of just give it to the big dude and just have him slam it against the wall. The Bill Dozer. It makes sense. You got an NFL guy in a coach, you know, the older NFL guy. He's got like a fullback. So maybe throw him the ball a few times too. Let's Okay. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> like, getting him on screen passes. What are you doing, chickens a day? <laughs> Jesus. It went, it went from giving him the ball once to giving him the ball 25, 
25 times. So let's see how he does his screen passes. I want to see him on a wheel passes. route against a, against a <laughs> quarterback. Have him practicing mesh after a while. Give him high fives across the back. Halfback defensive tackle angle, like coming out the backfield, option routes. <laughs> just run everything. Now, is this, I got a question. Is this more or less sickos than last year? Was it uh, Georgia Southern that completely ran out of quarterbacks and played a game? No, Southern, was, miss. Southern, Southern Miss. Southern Miss. Southern Miss, right. Southern Miss with no, no quarterbacks on their roster. That was great. Back. That was great. Because they were just, they were, they were running whatever plays they could cobble together. Yeah, it was like, amazing. Like they 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 tossed their playbook out for the last like four or five games of the season. We're just like whatever. It reminded me of that bowl game a couple years back where Baylor was out of quarterbacks too. Yeah, and Baylor just started running like whatever, whatever. I think it was like a, a wide receiver that was their a Baylor's quarterback. Yeah, and then like Southern Miss was super back, and, and they they were they had no wins, and then they won like twice in a row. Yeah. Like I think I think like they, the running backs were throwing through like four touchdowns against Louisiana Tech. It was crazy. They, they, got, they got Skip Holtz fired. <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> hey, that's USF USFL champion Skip Holtz. Oh. USFL champion. Did you see that uh, that that Larry Fedora is quitting the Breakers? USFL talk. Larry Fedora, Georgia Tech. Here it goes. There we go. Yo. You know what? Open up for that job or or oh. Nebraska. Oh, Larry. Larry Fedora, oh, Nebraska. God. Oh, God. Don't someone do out, it. Someone Don't out do there, it, Trev. Don't do it, Trev. Someone listening to this. Someone listening to this just absolutely like threw something. Don't do it, Trev. That's so angry. <laughs> what the fuck are you guys saying? Is Trev like short for Trevor? I, or is it just straight up Trev? I've always heard him just called Trev. I'm just curious. Who's, who's the other coach we just got, we just got fired to? Uh, Herm Edwards. So Larry Fedora to Arizona State. That that I don't hate. Oh, that I don't hate. I, I, I don't can't. Know. Yeah. Larry I don't hate. Larry Fedora is throwing his hat in the ring. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're like nope, <laughs> totally did. No oh, boy, that was bad. Uh, All right, we can cut the podcast from here after that one. That was great. Yeah. No, just, <laughs> the other thing I want to celebrate today, someone pointed out, it is Oski the Bear's birthday. He's 81 years old in human time or whatever number that is in his unknowable eternal suffering as he dreams and sleeps. And yeah, I know there's like dog years. Is there like Oski years or I I assume so. But then again, as far as I'm concerned, Oski was there at the beginning of the universe scared. You know, he devoured the old gods and then from him burst the new gods. Oski is always there. I since I put some, I posted some posted some more Oski in the uh, Discord guys. If you want to take a look, it turned him into a man and a woman in the bottom right. The bottom right there. I'm not sure what that is. Oh, I just found all an good. old an old picture of Oski, and I'm gonna drop that in here real quick so you can see it. It's pretty cursed. The old one, the the old Oski is like yeah. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Oh god. Yep. That dude is just. I'll <laughs> post that like later on. You gotta you gotta run that one through. Yeah. The cop behind him that's ignoring the clear crime over here is, is he uh, holding a knife? Sure. Mascots uh, okay, back then like were I don't understand why they were all so scary at it. Like children went to these football games, right? It's it's a combination of I don't think we've ever seen this animal in person and we we only have what's available to us out in the middle of wherever we are right now. Could they only like make stuff with like paper mache back in that's the day? What, yeah, I mean that it, was it some of it. Like like, like it's lots of paper mache. If you look at the evolution of uh, TCU's mascot, yeah, it starts oh. like super, like super scary, cursed, and like even nowadays, like Super Frog is not like the most normal looking dude. 
but it's just this like long line of cursed mascots of okay i guess that's what guess that's what a frog looks like okay whatever horned toads are known for shooting blood out of their eyeballs should be terrifying maybe oski i don't know oski well i mean that's why he has to drink through the eyeballs right let's say yeah oski oski consumes blood through his eyeballs to charge up his 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 dark powers this podcast is off the rails already i love it that's good uh we will we will start we will drive it back on by starting about their first game this is the game that our commission is going to yes fiu at new mexico state Yes. So according to the SP plus of, of Bill C, New Mexico State is ranked 127th and FIU is dead last at 131. So this is going to be the commissioner's first like official, I, I would say, credentialed visit right. to, to a game. So I, I'm excited. Uh, two of my friends are joining us. They're, they're going to be coming from Houston and Austin, respectively. Basically, one of them is going to be making the journey across the entire state of Texas to Ugh. go to see... New Mexico State play in Las Cruces. So, you know, that sign that you see where it says like El Paso, 857 miles. Basically, he's going to be making that drive because, I mean, Houston's like maybe about 100 in. So he's going to be <laughs> over 700, 800 miles just to just to go see New Mexico State play FIU. And I am oh, I'm really yeah. excited. New Mexico State's favored by like 15, like two touchdowns. So, mm-hmm. I mean, FIU, I know they lost to Western Kentucky last week, 73 nothing. I expect a fun game. I, I, I'm just looking forward to to going to Las Cruces. I've I've been to New Mexico once, but like North New Mexico, like Santa Fe. So I, I'm excited to to go and, and see Las Cruces. I, I a couple of our our followers have have made some recommendations for some local breweries there. I so saw that. We're gonna check it out. I'm 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 excited. Uh, one of our I think followers I think is Uncle Skip. Uh, he was oh, yeah. like just hit me up for some more suggestions. There's a apparently a national park not too far from Las Cruces called White Sands. Which apparently is is something to see and it may be worth checking it out too. So I may do that, that on the day of. Is White Sands like, where they tested nukes? Yes. Okay. So, like, that that's right. I think they tested nukes there. Yeah. Yep. So I I can go test the go to the nuclear site the day before. Nu- nuclear. I can't even say that right. Say, whatever. Wait, what's that? What's that word? Hold up. Nu- nu- nuclear. Nuke. I can't even. Whatever. He says from two. Nuclear. No. Here we go. Yeah. (laughs) Just tripping over my tongue. Still angry with rage that I didn't put together that thing correctly. I'm just, I just can't, (laughs) can't hold it in, but no. Chairman, I think that people want to know, are we, are you going to be hosting uh, Sicko's game day that, that morning? So I'm going to be taking like my, my tiny sedan, not a chicken sedan, but just a normal sedan. So we're going to be driving there. And I'll have some chairs. We will have a microphone nice. and, and may have a capability to do some interviews. Now, have I ever interviewed anybody in my life? No. It's fine. Uh, hey, you know what? So People I don't know what's going on. Learn as you go. That's all right. I'm, I'm just going to be like, hey, I am Chairman Escalante from the Sickos Committee. I don't have a question here. How are you doing today? Uh, or so I have no idea what's, have how we, it's going to go. Have we, have we literally fun. known in the last two years, have we literally known anything but the fuck we're doing here? No, we don't. Making things up as we go along. The entire. I'm just going to make it up. Whatever. I, I I think we may shoot some video. My my friend, uh, he, he Andrew, he has the the mic and the and the camera. He said he's been messing around with it, but I, I don't know if we know what we're doing. But we're going to give it a shot. We're uh, we're looking forward to it. It's it's a night game. It's not like the super late game. So yeah. it's like I think at like seven p.m. Mountain or Central. I don't know because as soon as you hit El Paso, I'm going to Mountain Time. 
which should be interesting to watch some games too. So uh, we're going to try to go around and uh, I think we have tickets like it's a very small stadium. I think it's only like 27,000. So yeah, it's, it's going to be an intimate, it's, it's going to be an intimate occasion. It's going to be great. I, I'm, I'm incredibly excited to go. I feel like this should be a really good game and just, I mean, not necessarily evenly matched teams, but basically teams on the same level in the FBS wise. And, and that's what we love. We, I, I love to see it. If this goes well, maybe I'll get permission to go some other games later on this year. By permission, you mean from your wife, correct? Uh, from the, uh, the the better half, or so to speak. That's right. It, for those of you guys looking to watch this game, it is on Flow Sports. Again. Like all, uh, like all good things. Uh, I, think, I think New Mexico Flow Sports, State, we love them. We love Flow Sports. They, uh, they, they considered us media and allowed us to watch the, Flo- the New Mexico State and Hawaii game last week. Didn't that? interesting broadcast that we had but they considered us media so they they gave us a capability to watch along with the mr bellhaver allowing us to to get a subscription which i'm sure we will definitely use for sicko's oh yeah uh, college basketball too Uh, someone has this listed as the total that the over under it being 55 i see no way this game this game hits 55 i'm just just feeling that to me this like i said like like commissioner said this is two teams that are very evenly matched and i think that New Mexico State will have the advantage here. I'm looking forward. They they had a really good week last week against Hawaii, and I think that we're going to see it again, that they're going to have a really good week. Their their total win total for the year, I think, was two and a half. And it's two and a half at three and a half. They, they are getting there. Yeah. Uh, next one. This is a Thursday night game. Some, some games got moved around, so we know of a couple that have been moved. Like, a couple got moved to Sunday. South Carolina, South Carolina State got to move to Thursday. But this is, like, the big Thursday night game. Is Utah State at BYU? The only question I have, is this a rivalry game? Yeah, I did a little bit of limited research today, Jordan. It is a rivalry game. Okay. They play for the old wagon wheel. Uh, Okay. And and additionally, the the beehive boot is a uh, a, a sort of like the uh, commander-in-chief's trophy for Utah FBS schools. So you have this year, I think we might have all the teams playing. (laughs) Looks like they did last year in 2021. BYU won the beehive boot. But interestingly mm-hmm. enough, each of these games in the series has its own name. So you have, most folks are familiar with the Holy War, which is the yep. BYU-Utah. This is the old wagon wheel game. And then the Utah-State Utah, Utah State rivalry is called the Battle of the Brothers, which Battle of the apparently Brothers. is the most right. played of any of these. So 112 total all-time meetings. Uh, yeah, BYU and Utah get fussy with each other sometimes and then just stop playing for a chunk of times. This should be BYU's game. I don't think state has not looked great. No, it feels did. like it's BYU's game. Yeah. They, they, Utah state, he they were a little lively against UNLV, but I mean, after getting blown out by the shout out to the big sky conference, uh, big the sky. big sky Weber state just took it to Utah state. And, and I don't think, I don't think anybody saw that one coming. That one basically seems to put a, a dampen on the spirits of the, Reigning Mountain West champions, Utah State. Wait, they were the Utah. They were the Mountain West champions, weren't they? That's right. They beat San Diego State in the oh. uh, in the championship game. That oh, things have gone very yeah. badly there. I don't even. Mountain West is pretty bad though. You got Nevada and Colorado State. Yeah. The oh. the fact that we're sitting here talking about UNLV being like at the top of that conference, and yes, UNLV looks a lot better this year. However. This is not the mountain state we have come to know. 
No. Usually Mountain State was definitely in the conf- will be in the in the usually in the discussion of being like the top G five conference. And well that's it's back not. when Boise was good. No, even but even after that, even after Boise sort of dipped a little bit, Fresno always had a good year, San Diego State had a good year, Utah State, Air Force, like like a team would bubble up. There's just right. no bubbling this time. Right. Air Force was supposed to be it. Nevada has like Air Force was Kaepernick sp- was there and yeah, right. you're right. Like Air Force was supposed to be it this year, and Air Force has looked fine. They just they did they didn't they they weren't they aren't that great. Like they shouldn't have lost to Wyoming. That was not you don't lose to Wyoming and be in the discussion for. It's tough to go to Laramie. I yes 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 the highest elevation stadium in college football at 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 forty four thousand not forty four thousand Jesus Christ forty four hundred feet or whatever it is no it's higher no it's it's like like seventy two seventy two hundred feet. Is it higher than Air Force of Colorado Springs? Yes, it is. It is. It's, it's like almost like two or three thousand feet higher. It's it's the, the highest one is is that one, and then I think the second one is uh, NAU, Northern Arizona, and Scottsdale. Mm. Scottsdale's way higher than I think it is. Like for, like my brain just doesn't have it in the mountains that it is. For the most Big Ten game of the week, Michigan and Iowa. This this to me feels like like a mosquito that's going to be trapped in amber. Michigan's going to like buzz in there, being like, "Oh man, things are great. We're playing really well." And then the Iowa Amber is just going to encase them. And this game will be seven to three. I'm going to take an opposite track from you on this, Jordan. I mean, my my homerism might be showing. I'm born and raised Michigan fan. Uh, Actually moving to Michigan next month. So I'll be closer to the team that I I love. (laughs) But uh, last year... You you, got to go back to that beautiful peninsula with with a a bridge of steel connecting it. Last year... Your heart. Last year, Iowa had a crushing defense, and they, you know, they lucked into a lot of things. The Big Ten West was a complete fiasco, but Iowa, you know, always, always known for that crushing defense, and they had it. Every thought, oh, Michigan's going to play Iowa in the Big Ten championship. It's going to be a slog. It's going to take them a while to get moving. They're probably going to win something like a seventeen-three, and it was uh, forty-nine-zero or forty-two-zero. It it was it was a blowout, yeah. And I thought it was like forty to twelve or something. No, Iowa didn't score. I I was still getting the um the the Fox Sports promoted clips <laughs> oh, of yeah. Iowa uh, uh, running a, an incomplete pass on third down. <laughs> uh, excuse me, forty two to three. Okay, they oh, did, did score. They score? Right. Oh, they got a field goal. Okay, a, a field goal in the fir- a field goal in the first quarter, and then it just stopped. That was it. So, I mean, and Michigan struggled last week. It's funny you say struggle, and uh, all the Michigan fans are going to agree with me on this, that it just was was very uh, abysmal that J.J. McCarthy missed more than two throws. <laughs> missed a few <laughs> deep balls. But I think the team's oh, probably going to bounce back from that performance last week. I think they'll be ready to go. I, I just I just don't see Iowa shutting them down enough. Um, and Iowa's not going to do anything on offense. It, it really what – it, what it feels like is – it may be a close first quarter, and then yeah. I think they just can't hold on any longer. Um, Ask Stats of War on Twitter, Parker, has the projected point total as 17 to 3. <laughs> I can see that. I could. I can really see that, honestly. I, both fan bases are going to be so upset if that's the case. I know Michigan fans. I mean, if, I don't, if, if I don't it's not a blowout, Michigan's going to be mad. Uh, I don't I don't really know, but I feel like the factor of this one is it's at 11 a.m. If it was like a night game in Kinnick, I feel like the weirdness would be ratcheted up more. But since yeah. it's like that weird noon game, 
maybe I don't, I don't know if it's big noon Saturday or big moon Saturday. I have no idea. I, I don't know what that is. I don't I don't really pay attention to it unless it just randomly comes across our feed. I, I feel is, like I don't. I, that is big noon Saturday. It is okay. Yeah. Okay, big nude, big noon, moon, big nude, whatever. Yes. I, I I don't know. I don't I don't feel like this is a very sickos game. I, I, I'll put it that way. I I mean I know Iowa's incredibly sickos. Like their defense is like third ranking and their offense is like dead last. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it just doesn't feel too. I mean Iowa's three and one. Michigan's four and zero. Oh. Are they four and zero oh or five and zero? Oh? Four and zero. Oh, I think four and zero. Oh. But yeah. So I mean it doesn't feel like it's going to be highly rated by us because I mean the Iowa factor. But I, I don't think it takes the number one spot this week. No, yeah. I, I, I already the have same a- feeling. A game that's my number one, and we'll talk about it later. Another Big Ten game that's absolutely happening is Ohio State. Oh, sorry, Rutgers is going to Ohio State. <laughs> Rutgers gave Iowa a good fight for a little bit, and then the wheels just absolutely came off. I'm going to double check the line on this because I want to make sure I'm saying it correctly. Ohio State by 40. But that's not even enough. I think if if I were going to set an over-under on this game, I would say over-under on Ohio State punts and say one and a half. It, it's not going to quite, it's not, it's not going to quite be Stephen F. Austin versus Warner, <laughs> but how much better is Rutgers than Toledo? That's the, that's the, oh God, <laughs> I wasn't ready for that Tuesday night. Oh my God. How much better is Rutgers than Toledo? What the fuck am I doing my life? I'm gonna go. I, I'm gonna I go join. Ready. I wasn't ready. You gonna join the Peace Corps? What, what I, I, go I gotta do something. Gotta do something I, I mean, better. Yeah, gotta do something better with my life than fucking Rutgers Toledo comparisons. On oh my god, <laughs> I have a fa- I have a family. I could be talking to them. <laughs> Jesus. No, you'd rather be here. Come on, don't lie. Yeah, I would. Okay. Gotta hold, okay. you, gotta <laughs> hold your feet to the fire. All right. Over under Ohio State punts one and a half. Jordan, you got over or under on that? I'll take I'll take the over on that. Escalante. Two punts? I, I'm going to say they punt once, so I'll take yeah. the under. Under, all right. All right. I, I would go with the under. I, I, I just don't see it. I, it's going to be a – they're going to wreck them. Congratulations, people who bought Big Ten Conference rights. This is what you're getting your money for. Ooh, the Scarlet Knights. Oh, coming to Columbus. <laughs> Scarlet Knights and Scarlet and Gray. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Are they going to hit Brutus again on the sideline? I hope so. Oh, man. God, watching Brutus <laughs> – I rewatched that and like his, his tumble is so good they took and he him, pops up. I saw a video where they were taking him like off the field after that. Yeah. No, like, they took him, they were walking him down the tunnel. And it was just like, I didn't see that part. That was the first time I saw that part. They had to, they had to take him into concussion protocols to make sure. Is Brutus our most I, abused but, mascot? Like we have this and then we had that, that incident where the Rufus the Bobcat came behind and just decked him. I think I think so, because I don't know that you count Sebastian the Ibis getting arrested as being <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no idea. That I there, say, yeah. there, are, there are certain <laughs> college football pictures that are just seared into my mind and make me so happy. And those cops pushing Sebastian Ibis against the against the, the chain link fence and arresting him. Yeah. God, it's it's such art. It's so fucking weird and it's such art. And just explaining like showing that picture of people and being like, This happened. Let me tell you like why an angry bird mascot is being accosted. I like to imagine that the person in that mascot outfit 
was just desperately wanting to uh, resist arrest and, and, and claim sovereign citizen status, but was so committed to the bit that they couldn't actually say anything while in the mascot outfit. Have a little card. Have a little card. Sebastian, <laughs> the Ibis with diplomatic immunity. What is going on? So, yeah, I write Sebastian in all capital letters, which means I am not the corporation of Sebastian Ibis. I am the actual Sebastian Ibis. Therefore, I cannot be tried under the laws of this country. <laughs> Sovsit, Sovsit Sebastian. Yes, love it. Okay. The first leg of the Commander-in-Chief trophy is also this weekend. Navy is at Air Force. Is this one in Colorado Springs and not like a weird neutral site? It is. I, yeah, I'm I not sure. Up. Oh, all right. Okay. So it is in Colorado Springs. Okay, so. Okay, that's good. It, it is up near, it is closer to, oh, what? I was going to say something. I was going to be like, it's closer to the sky than the water, so I feel like. Air Force has the advantage, but then again, everything's closer to the sky than the water. Technically, I guess I don't know. No, no, not New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Okay, yeah, no, yes. <laughs> New Orleans is under the water, so yes. Basically, yeah, we're below. They're below sea level. Yeah, I would say you know. Okay, so the Air Force is playing at home, so I, I, I would lean that way. Yeah, it's it's got it's got to be, and 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 also Air Force has been a pretty good team, whereas Navy has not. Even though Navy did defeat the Pirates last week. In the battle. Well, that's that's just that's that's simply that's part of the mission statement. That's not. That's right. You gotta. You can't lose against the pirates. Right. That's fighting piracy was sort of like Navy one hundred one. So there you go. That's right. For sure. In the Big Twelve, Iowa State's going to Kansas. This one feels real spicy. This feels like Big Twelve Championship Part One. Talk me out of it, guys. Well, I mean, Iowa State did lose the Baylor last week after Dave Aranda was smacking everybody's butt on the sideline. It was incredibly hard. It was, I mean, I mean, like three different coaches wearing khakis and just smacking their butts, just in, emphatically smacking their butts. I don't just smacking that ass. I have no idea what was going on there. Was, I still don't know. I don't know what it was for. Like the coaches were like the players were all around him and he was just smacking the coaches butts. I, I don't I don't know. What was it? On is, the that, is that like the best? You, you said on a recent podcast there was a guys being dudes trophy. Is that is that make the guys being dudes uh, moment of the week? Well, the, we gave it we gave it to the two guys West wearing Virginia the West Virginia dudes. overalls, banging yes, heads together. Holy shit! Now I want either an alarm clock of just like the two dudes smacking into each other as like the bell on top of an alarm clock, mm-hmm. or a trophy that's just those two dudes on top smacking each other's heads, and that's our guys being dudes trophy. I think you need to get the, uh, the 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 Bavarian clockmaker to do it instead of like right. That's, guys, that's, like that's exactly what I had. <laughs> exactly what I had in my head. I saw. I think it was Sports Illustrated had their some of their bowl projections and had their Sugar Bowl as Alabama versus Kansas. And I just want that's, to say what? it out loud and speak that into the world. Yeah, there's their one of their bowl predictions. They had Alabama and Kansas in the Sugar Bowl. So I'm going to put that out into the world. It is there. Okay. Okay. Oh, I got you. Oh man, you are you are like actually stunned at that one. I love it. Uh, you know these bold projections are always weird. I, I, I I'm not so a big weird. fan of them. I saw one the other day where it was a projection of Syracuse versus Iowa in the Mayo Bowl, and I was like, we're going to Charlotte for that one if that happens. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, definitely for sure. But like Kansas in the Sugar Bowl against Bam, I feel like these are just like clickbaity, and I don't necessarily. But some of them are just like, oh god, I need this matchup. But like the Kansas and the Sugar Bowl projection, I'm like, like, slow down. I feel like that that's a little bit 
too far ahead of themselves. Let's 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 see what Kansas okay, so, can do this week. So I so I am officially releasing a set of bull projections this week for for Sigos committee. Then right. and I'm gonna and I'm gonna, and what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to just randomize teams and conferences. Just we're just gonna full on randomize. I'll weight it slightly by like how teams like current records are. But okay. otherwise, I'm just going to randomize and just let everyone come scream at us for something. Sick- Sicko's bowl projections. We'll get quote yep. tweeted to hell. I love it. Uh, you want to talk about a game that's so, so fucking cursed this week? LSU's uh, going to Auburn. <laughs> it's probably going to be raining. It's I could literally just have a random number generator going and push stop on it. And whatever, like I'd have a better luck guessing outcomes. I I don't even know how you predict this game. I don't know that... You could do it without blood magic. So this is not a hurricane. Like it, they're not actually getting the full hurricane up into. No, it'll just be it'll just be rain. So we're not going to yeah. get the Brian Kelly passing twenty six times in a hurricane, which unless the storm shifts, but it doesn't appear yeah. so. Yeah, it's this is my sickos game of the week. I, I you know, I I'm, I'm staking my claim on this. It's just between last week with with the. Brian Harson doing the speed run to try to get fired uh, and failing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Brian Kelly just getting angrier and angrier and going to the environment, going to Auburn. This it's just amazing. I there's so is much. This, is this is Brian Kelly's first road SEC game, right? Yes. Oh God. Yeah, I I've been leaning this way the whole week. I know it's kind of one like the three year Letterman, uh, he, that big account. He he follows us, and and he tweeted like I think he was like this game is gonna be so fucking stupid, and so I mean I completely agree. I, the thing is like I'm from Louisiana, and I don't want to like show Homer bias to sickosness, I guess so to speak. But like this one is 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 my top, and at the moment it's my top at the moment. I haven't been swayed otherwise at this point. There's some that have been close that we'll discuss later, but at the moment this one is is my top. I've personally been to this game. At Jordan Hare before, I was at the game where Jamie Howard threw four interceptions in the fourth quarter. I was there for that. And then I was there two years later when the barn caught fire. So this... That's right. I, you, I, were, you were at the barn game, weren't you? Yeah. I, I was... Yes. We were sitting in the section, like the barn's on fire and we could turn around and just see flames coming out the stadium. And I mean, it was quite warm, but you know, they didn't stop the game. And, and so there's some weird history... And as, as you said, nobody could really predict whatever the spread is. Never bet this game. Never. No. Why would you do know. that? Never do this to yourself. You have to be insane to try to bet this game. And, and then again, like, I mean, Brian Harson trying to get fired. <laughs> I mean, it, it may backfire again. Who knows? I don't think, I don't, I then, don't think he can get fired in this game. I don't, I don't think I don't, I don't, they'd have to get they'd have to get blown out by a hundred for him to get fired for this game. And that could happen too. Who knows? Yeah, this, I have true. no idea what's happening in this game. What do you think? What do you think the spread is in this game? Just guess. What do you think it is? Seven. I said like LSU's LSU's favorite by like four and a half. Auburn plus nine. Auburn's favorite. Uh, I'm sorry. LSU's Auburn favorite by nine? nine. By nine. Whoa. At home, not, they're not, they're getting not, nine points at home. I'm not. I'm not touching this one again. It, this no. is like one of these that you can't. It is so sickos. It is so unpredictable. I mean, it may, it feels like mainstream. S-E-C-E, like, oh, you sickos committee, you don't pick the G5s anymore. But this game is absolutely bonkers, insane. It's it's a it's a night game, right? It's the night game? Let's see. Or is it the weird CBS afternoon game? That makes it even worse if it is. It's, no, it's, it's a night uh, game. It's, well, it's, it's 7 p.m. 
this has a ton of sickos all over this one. I'll say that. This game is one of those just cursed outcomes, especially right now when you have one of the teams that is absolutely just coming apart at the seams. The other team still looking for their footing. LSU's looked fine, but not world beating. They've had their problems. Auburn looks like Auburn. So I, oh my God, this is. You put I, the two I, Tigers together and and just madness happens. Just like it happened with the two like, Tigers last week. Yeah, last week. Right. <laughs> so many fucking Tigers in the SEC. There is. This There's is, a few. This is, this is not my choice for game of the week. I'll make my argument for my my game later on. But I, I totally see if it goes this way. I get it. Now, there is going to be a monsoon game because I have not heard of them moving this game yet. NC State at Clemson. This is game day. South Carolina has moved their game to Thursday to get it away from this. Other Kansas teams got have robbed like, again. Kansas got robbed out of game day two weeks in a I'm row. I'm telling you, two weeks in a row. NC State at Clemson should be a pretty good game. Might be played in like the pouring rain. If that's the case, I don't know who wins this. I think the forecast for Clemson, uh, I don't know what the winds were, but I mean, it's like almost like a 100% chance of rain. The storm, if it stays on the current path that it is now, which is weird, I feel like we're actually the literal sickos weather service right now, which is fantastic. Right. <laughs> so I feel like this one, again, the weather is going to be crazy. It's a night game, I think. Or is it? An, yeah, it's a night game. So the at like 2 a.m. on Saturday to like 2 p.m. And that's the time when the storm is going to be there. And the game day mm-hmm. is evidently going to be there. And so it's going to be windy and it's going to be a mess. Just just protect Corso from this, please. That's all I got to yes. say. Oh, God. Don't. Yeah, don't let don't don't let Corso go out in the rain. We've been saying uh, this about an, another ACC team, but I have to ask the question here. Is NC State good? Again, I have no idea. I don't think they are. I think it, it seemed like they popped up on a lot of uh, a lot of preseason top 25 lists just incredibly high. And I'm just like NC State. You know, I, 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 I don't have a big uh, uh, knowledge of the ACC, so maybe I'm going to be so surprised let's see. by things. Let's go over Let's do the... So, so they beat Tech at home. That's their best win. And they almost lost to East Carolina. They probably should have lost to East Carolina. They on, yeah. the road, on the road. On the road yes. in Greensboro. Right. They should never have so, done that. And, then, <laughs> and then they blew out Charleston Southern. They blew out Connecticut. So we'll but, find out know. real fast. Yeah. Syracuse beat Connecticut 48 to 14. NC State only beat Connecticut 41 10. However, this is Connecticut without a defensive lineman with 25 carries. <laughs> that's right. That's not that's not the 300 pounds you'd run in the running run the rock against the wall over and over and over. Yeah. I feel like I keep hearing that Marshawn Lynch thing in my head. He's like, just running run into a dude's face over and over. That's what Chickasam wants to do with the UConn defensive lineman. Yeah, I'm not high on <laughs> NC State. I think Clemson, they had their struggles with Wake last week, but I just I just don't think NC State's good. I'm sorry. I, I think this will be, we'll find out real fast whether that's true or not. It's not like Syracuse where Syracuse plays Wagner this week. They're going to be 5-0 and going into against NC State in the week afterwards. Oh, so, we can have the, is Syracuse and NC State good? Are uh, both good? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> The most question marky game in the world. I just now, can't read anything in the ACC. That's all it is. I guess it, it's it's really it's really hard to, especially without without Clemson being like good good. It all just sort of reads as sure. It's all coastal now. Coastal's in the walls. 
Now, gentlemen, this is my argument for game of the week. Colorado at Arizona. Let me talk. Let me talk. Let me walk you through Colorado at Arizona. Speak on it. Colorado is bad. Yes. They are. They are incredibly bad. They are. They, I, I think they've made the argument for worst G, worst G5 team. And I'm including Georgia Tech in that. You mean P5, but yes. I'm at whatever. Yeah. Same thing. Yes. So is Colorado, they can't be worse than Colorado State. Uh, I, I don't know that. I don't know. I don't know that. At least Colorado State gets a rest this week. So Colorado is bad. Arizona should win this. It's at the fishbowl. Fish tank. Tucson. Fish tank at Tucson. Fishbowl, whatever. I don't care. But to, but Arizona is is kind of fun sickos. So they're going to throw some weird stuff. Their QB is great at just chucking the ball, getting whatever. And this is on the Pac-12 network. So I'll be watching it from Moldova. Like any you good Pac-12 fan. Maybe there's the, I think my VPN also offers some like Liechtenstein and Luxembourg, some micro countries. So I might maybe, do that I mean, too. I mean, just maybe throw something weird out there. Maybe like Sri Lanka. So I'm going to cherry pick one stat between Colorado and Colorado state to tell you which team is better than the other. And that is sacks allowed. Colorado has uh, allowed 11 sacks. How many sacks do y'all think Colorado state has given up in four games? Oh my God. I'm going to say 23. I'm going to say 20? 25. Oh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they gave up seven to Michigan and then seven to whoever their week two opponent was and apparently have almost maintained that pace since then. Colorado State's line so they're consistent. is a wet paper they're consistent bag. is what you're saying. They're, they're consistent. Consistently the bad. Consistent play is important. Anyways, this is my argument for game of the week because it has just all the markings of just something weird happening. Uh, this kicks off at 8.30 Central, 9.30 Eastern. So this is the Pac-12 After Dark game. Okay. Anyway, this is my, I like this one. This is, this is, this is the one that vibes with me the most. It's a top one. I, I'll say that. It, it's top five for sure. Top three, likely. It, it's up there. So again, I'm not fully settled. I'm leaning LSU at Auburn just for the, the wildness of... I mean, just the mess of that. But this one's weird. I feel like this would have been higher if it was Arizona at Colorado. Yeah, I agree with you there. I I feel like it would have been higher if it was in Boulder. But, you know, it's in the fish tank. But this is weird because you thought this year Arizona was still going to be awful. But they seem to have flip-flopped. And now it's the other way around. So I, I I get that aspect of it. I mean, the, the territorial couple be sickos as hell this year. So we'll oh, have God, I, yes. I don't even, I have mentally made notes of that. And I'm just so excited. Kamish, if ULM yep. beats Arkansas State, what are you going to do? All right. So let me give you the backstory of ULM versus Arkansas State. So the overall series is, is Arkansas State has 28 wins to ULM's 14 wins. Now, it was closer than this, but 12 straight wins by <laughs> the Red Wolves in Arkansas State. I, I every year I cannot stand when ULM plays Arkansas State for some odd reason, even in their horrible, horrible Arkansas State state last year mm-hmm. uh, with the first year of Butch Jones, ULM could not beat Arkansas State. There's this weird thing between yeah, for some odd reason, like when ULM goes to Arkansas State, they forget completely how to play football. They have not won a game there since 2001. 
So yes, I was there the last time that I think ULM beat Arkansas State. I think I may I may have made a bet then. Uh, I don't I don't remember what it was. I think maybe I had to shave a one leg or something. I have no idea. But nice. it, that took that took way longer than I, I I expected. So that was ridiculous. I'll just say that. <laughs> but uh, so I'm gonna do the bet here. So there was a famous Terry Bowden picture which we post all the time. It was the mm-hmm. Terry Bowden picture for ULM's Gold Fridays, where he has the like gold outfit. He has like a gold, shiny, shimmery, like gold chrome jacket hoodie with a weird gold hat with some like studs on it. If ULM beats Arkansas State, I am dressing up as Terry Bowden in that outfit for Halloween. Now I, I will do that, and I'll take a picture. Keep in mind, I have to change outfits. Uh, for the kids, so but I'm just saying I will dress up and I will oh, post a I'm picture sorry. of me as Terry Bowden. You can't so, subject we'll kids to swag Terry Bowden. That's uh, that's <laughs> beyond the pale. Did, did the kid not look at you and go, Dad, Daddy? What I really want for you to dress as for Halloween is swag Terry Bowden and chase from Paw Patrol. Uh, if 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 this happens again, I will dress as Terry Bowden Halloween. I will take a picture and I will post it. Uh, likely hiding my face because I don't know if my employer knows that I am involved in this, but, and I don't want them to find out. So uh, <laughs> just, we'll just say that. So uh, yes, I will do that. So you allow you win, you end this egregious streak to Arkansas State. It's long please nightmare. For, please, for the love of God, uh, I will dress up as. Terry Bowden in that outfit. And then when we post the podcast, we'll definitely post a picture of, of what is on the line for the commission. Next one up, a trophy that I just learned about today. It is the battle for the bronze stock. Northern Illinois and Ball State play for a trophy of corn. It, it is the trophy that if you thought of what the Cyhawk trophy should look like, this is what that trophy should look like. Because it's literally just bronze corn. I mean, we it looks saw like you what could... the Cyhawk should look like, and Iowa was too cowardly to put that into action. So we're, True. we're cursed with the garbage one they have now. But this one, the bronze stock is legit. It has been around since 2008. 2008. That's right. So it's, it's a newer new. trophy. But this this rivalry has been going on since like the 40s. So this oh is an God. old game. There is a Twitter account it's... for the bronze stock that's been around since 2014. Uh, we follow location, it. Location DeKalb for the past five years. <laughs> Wait, they don't tweet very not, often, like once no, a year. That's not, that's not true then. Because because Ball State won in twenty nineteen and twenty twenty. So that account that, that account shade is out of time out of uh, <laughs> Well yeah, here the the two tweets ago from November eleventh, twenty twenty one, Veterans Day, Bronze Stock says, see a Muncie hello to call. <laughs> <laughs> They they did tweet on the 24th, looking forward to being outside this week. It's the most low effort okay. thing. <laughs> All right, Look, we're following it. Yeah, no, absolutely follow that. <laughs> we're, we're 100% following that. Done. I just did it. <laughs> uh, a game that I'm worried about may actually assault our senses is UMass at Eastern Michigan. Considering the quality of film for these kinds of ESPN Plus games. Boy. The Eastern Michigan field, if they wear those damn gray uniforms again at home, it's going to just hurt my eyes. How do you think Don Brown's going to handle the gray? I mean, it looks like his mustache. He's probably very happy with it. 
That uh, gray Grr. is the color of pretty much all of the like food that Don Brown eats. Yes. <laughs> Just his, his, well, his, and... his well done steaks. No, his... he's got to be rare. I would, he's I would think that. Yeah, he's, he's... Oh, I mean, he does like you know not runny clam chowder as we we yeah, made that up. Clam yeah. chow- that clam chowder is gray as hell. He probably, he probably, yeah. oh yeah, oh, Don Brown with that mustache eating raw oysters, the sound it makes. Yeah, and but the mustache the, and gets, works as a filter if he, if he gets a particularly <laughs> gritty muscle, he, he, the, 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 this extra salt goes through his mustache. The fucking filter feeder. He's like a, he's like a, he's like a fucking whale. He's just filtering the grit out. Is he, oh God. Oh, 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 bring it back together, Jordan. Hold it together, man. This is you, you know, Kamish, Kamish, and vomiting don't get along. Don't do it. Me, nope. me, nope. and and raw, like slimy seafood. Oh, ooh. this is also a good <laughs> sicko special. Eastern Michigan is actually not awful this year, so I'm interested in seeing how this goes. They got Herm Edwards fired, so they did, and then we just and then turn credit, you know, and then turn and then around, turned around and dropped to win this Buffalo. We. We love the Mac. I feel like yeah. this is an old Mac rivalry because you remember UMass was in the Mac for a few years. That's right. <laughs> that and you and you know what? Like like spiritually, that makes sense. That feels correct. Better than I don't re- even remember UMass being in the Mac. I'm from a, a Mac town, and I don't ever remember UMass. I remember Marshall for a while being in the Mac. I think there was also a year that UCF was in the Mac, or am I just making things up? No, I remember UCF <laughs> in the Mac. Yeah, that wait, track. UCF was in the Mac. UCF was what? in the Mac. Unless it was some Florida school, I think it was UCF. No, they were in the UCF, back. 2002 to 2005. Oh, that, I was in Cal. I was in New York at the time. Yeah, I was, I and then was and then Te- then Temple was in the MAC from 2007 to 2012. I remember Temple and then, in the MAC. And yeah. then UMass was in there from 2012 to 2015. So basically, like the MAC was the school for wayward boys for about three years. Yeah, this is super MAC. I love it. More trophies. Shit nailed a shit. Super happy about that. UTEP at Charlotte has. A particular specialness this time. We love UTEP, but did you know that UTEP has never won in the Eastern Time Zone? Yeah, I I found this out. I believe this off season. I think they've only played like forty two games or some odd twenty some odd games or something in the Eastern Time Zone. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Okay, doesn't matter. Okay, that's still a lot of games. Never. They've never won in the Eastern Time Zone. They have never won in the Eastern Time Zone. That is correct. So it's it's minor versus niner. Ooh, there's not a trophy for this game. There absolutely should be a pickaxe trophy for this. Why is it? Yes. This is. Yes. Okay. They need to have like the trophy of like spy versus spy, but it's like one pickaxe. That's a different color facing a, another pickaxe. That's a, a different color. <laughs> Can oh I have a, a, a very short rant real quick? Go ahead. So go, go the, ahead. Dennis Miller. Charlotte 49ers. Seems like the most stolen valor of all mascots. They they named their team the 49ers, and the imagery and the mascot and all this, to my knowledge, is based on like the gold rush, the 49, you know, the all that stuff. But it turns out the only reason they're called the 49ers is because the school started in 1849. And so they, oh they just God. claim that as their mascot. And they just like back did all this stuff to make themselves the 49ers. It's it's uh it's stolen valor. I don't I don't I don't abide by it. The Sunday game, not an NFL game, which means that we have a reason not to watch the NFL one more week. This game got moved due to the hurricane. Eastern Washington at Florida. I argue that they should have just flown the other way and sent Florida to the blood turf 
in in Eastern Washington. I think my Have favorite you... reaction to this su- suggestion of mm-hmm. yours that people didn't realize that Eastern Washington had a blood red turf. And so like, I mean, there was so many replies, like my eyes, <laughs> like, like nobody, like not everybody knows about this blood red turf. So, and then we went on the weird colored turf thing that we, we always seem to do, which is, is always fun because there's another one that we've never seen. I always posted in the thread. Like I think that HBCU, like that light right. blue field. Yeah. That was, I've I think seen, was never like, seen that before. Yeah, it was. I've I've never seen that. I've never seen that one before. That one was an article from this year, so I think it's brand new. Livingstone. I'm sorry, Livingstone. Livingstone. It's a Division Two HBCU. It's a great field. Have you guys ever? Have you guys ever actually tried to watch an Eastern Washington home game? Like, have you ever tried like tried to sit through one? Yes, I I, I do. It's it's hard to watch. It's actually hard to watch. It was. I think there was like one like week last year that I was just up watching the games and there was only like one P five game on. And then there was an Eastern Washington game on. And, and I, I kept, you know, just annoying the followers that we had at the time, but like, Hey, here's another highlight from the red field. <laughs> just, just throwing it out there just to be, but it was a wild game that I was throwing out there. It was just back and forth, you know, big sky football. Oh yeah. I think out of the non-traditional colors, I really like central Arkansas because you have the purple and gray like alternating which is wild yeah and i really do like eastern eastern michigan's because it just looks like somebody messed with your collar balance or you're like watching pleasantville football in the big 12 we have some anxiety football oh yeah two and two west virginia at two and two texas Oh boy. This is uh, this is should, a Big Twelve Texas revenge tour. All of the uh, all of the teams trying to whoop on Texas and Oklahoma before they leave. Yeah, that's right. that's that's the added motivation here. And and then this one, I feel like West Virginia. You know, you know, they got a nice win. They weren't playing great, but this is the one where I feel like if Texas loses this one, like the the despair of their fans will just just skyrocket. Like the the loss to Tech irk them but it's lubbock yeah. your your way it's happened before it still hurts but if they lose this one at home and then they're two and three and after playing alabama that close and almost winning this the skyrocketness so this is this was suggested as like a top sickos game also by some of the members in the committee just because you know west virginia hasn't been that great they lost to kansas but they may actually be a good lost now you know um even though you know like kansas won by two touchdowns in overtime which i I can't get over that like (laughs) the completely the completely unnecessary pick six return that you didn't need to do it but thank you kansas for doing it yeah this one's an anxiety bowl i i don't know what time of day it is but if this was like a night game i can see like everybody just freaking out in austin and it's an immediate immediate panic button pushing this is a night game 630 oh, central oh, kick. Okay. So again, I feel like this is it's got a lot of good elements. You don't think West Virginia should win this one, but if Texas drops this one, oh man, Austin's gonna be overreacting and we're gonna love every second of it. I believe Texas is favored by ten. There have been ten games of Texas versus West Virginia since West Virginia has joined the Big Twelve. By the way, happy 10-year anniversary to that. What is the record in those 10 games? Can you tell me what year West Virginia joined the Big 12? 2012. Oh, so they played every year. Wow. Yeah, so to, yeah, it's, 
Conference of Champions, baby. We play every year. We play oh, every right, team every right. year. Everybody, that's right. We play, we play everybody but in our conference. Play Kansas this year. I mean, if you're asking the question, I'm going to have to say six. That West Virginia's won six. Otherwise, you wouldn't be asking I, I say, the question. I'm going to say West Virginia's two and eight in this. Five and five. Okay. It is an even split. I was I was expecting Texas to have owned West Virginia. Like nope. I, I thought it was gonna be like eight and two or whatever. I thought like that. Right. No, right, it's right. five and five. It's exactly split. So another another notch for this one to be bumped up a little bit higher in the rankings. Louisville at Boston College. Who the fuck put this on here? I did. Commissioner. It's ACC why, football. Why? It belongs on here. ACC <laughs> football, it belongs. Just so like tell, the ACC so tell, network. Yeah, tell me tell me about this then. Yeah, like, like so this one is just absolutely the early game that gets lost that nobody pays attention to. This is the ACC game that's on like ESPN2 or ESPNU, whatever. Uh, or it's the ACC Network ACC game. Network, yeah. That's right. Yeah. So at 11 a.m., like this is the one that just basically is on, like nobody really paying attention to. And Louisville's 2-2. Two and two. They're favored by 15 and a half. But but do you really trust Louisville that much to go no. to to Boston College to just beat Boston College? I, I know Boston College has not had a great year, but do you, would you trust Louisville to to cover this? No. Uh, actually, no change my mind. Boston College is really bad. They are bad enough. I think that they make Louisville look competent. We'll see. But this is the one that the only reason I put it on here because it's gonna get lost and and, and somebody suggested it's for the sickos game of the week. It's gonna be ugly. It, it's not gonna be a pretty game at all. BC lost to me, Rutgers, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. I want to walk you all through the ACC network schedule for Saturday. Let's do it. So eleven eleven a.m. You're ready to go. These are these are central times, of course. We, we gotta go Eastern time. ACC, baby. Uh, okay, let, me, let me switch over. <laughs> Eastern time. Okay, great. Eastern time. You're done with game day. What do you do? First thing over. Louisville, Boston College. Yeah, okay. That's your lunch game. Got it. Oh, yeah. Yes. You wrap You wrap that up. You're like, okay, I'm ready for a little. Some, take, me, take me down a little bit. You got Virginia Tech at North Carolina. Okay. Oh, God. And then, <laughs> mm, I'm hungry for dinner. At 8 p.m., what do you get? Georgia Tech at Pitt. Oh man, yum! Delicious ACC. Uh, honey, I honey, I can't come eat at the table. I gotta eat dinner in the TV room. And I'm watching not, Georgia Tech at Pitt. You didn't even mention Virginia Duke. <laughs> not yeah. on the ACC. That's not on the ACC <laughs> network. Or is that, that or is that what? What did they? What did they? What did they relegate that one to? So Virginia Duke is on. ACC RSN, whatever that That's is. That's the regional ACC. Oh God. That's the ACC regional or ESPN three. So, so didn't it's, even, it's the, that's off. Okay. The, that's off the back of it. That's the ACC network alternate. Okay. That's <laughs> the alternate. That's the guy around the back of the bar. Oh, selling you like CDs from some band you never heard of. I feel mm-hmm. like Virginia Duke is going to be kind of sneaky wild also, because I, I think, yeah, no oh, one's going to see it. No one's going to see it. And so we're going to have to scramble to find it, and it'll be like the wildest game of the day. I just saw it on the list, and I even, we even have it on the show notes. <laughs> well, I want to put more in the show notes, but that stupid... Oh, oh okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> stupid thing. Your white whale. Fix, hey, 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 Ahab, chill the fuck out. Me. All right. <laughs> uh, in, in case, also, you were wondering about what the Pac-12 
network schedule looks like for Saturday at noon. Or sorry, I'll put these in California time. Yeah, we got to go West Coast oh, yeah. time. California. So, time. so at nine a.m. with your brunch. Oh baby, you're getting Oregon State at Utah. No, hold up. Wait, wait, wait. Hold time out. Well, let me see what actually what time zone this is actually in. No, time I think out. that's that's uh, eleven a.m. because it's a one. That could be Moldova time. Who knows? Okay, so okay, so this is already this is already this is already Pacific. Okay, so okay. at eleven a.m. Pacific. So post brunch, you get Oregon State at Utah, which actually should be a banger of a game, but it's on the goddamn Pac-12 network, so no one's going to see this. It's also a time at- slot that no other games share. It's just halfway between the other games. <laughs> Because that's what's one o'clock. That's one o'clock central too. Yeah, yeah. No, like it's gonna be kicking in the middle of nowhere. Yes. Uh, at two thirty West Coast time, you get Cal at Wazoo, and then, Ooh. and then for dinner you get my baby Colorado at Arizona. Mm. That's dessert. That is all empty calories. I just wow. I I think my overall impression of this week in general is that there's a few good sickos matchups in here, but there's not like a huge amount of them. And on the flip side, I don't see a single marquee matchup. It's just sort of mediocre. So I think we'll have a it lot is, of a lot it, of sickos watches. Yeah, it is that it's that first week of conference play where, where you just have to keep going. Like, oh yeah, these teams are in the same conference together. Okay, cool. Right. And speaking of other ACC things on our on our list, Georgia Tech at Pitt. Yeah, that was the the nightcap on the ACC oh network. Why honey, I, no, honey, I can't, can't, honey, I can't come to dinner with the kids. I gotta sit here. I gotta watch Pitt and Georgia Tech play football. Oh, uh, they're gonna be tailgating all day underneath the overpasses. There, it's gonna be great. So last year, Pitt played at Georgia Tech, and then there was this this guy in the stands. He had on a Pitt shirt, and then a Georgia Tech hat, and he right. and he looked like he was wearing like seersucker like shorts, also. So it, it was a, it was a weird outfit, and and that guy has stuck in my brain, like <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why, but every time I see Georgia Tech and Pitt, I think of that random fan that was celebrating after a Pitt touchdown, but he had a Georgia Tech hat on. So I don't know if he was there and he forgot a hat, and like the sun was getting him, and then he just bought a Georgia Tech hat. Who knows? Or if he was a fan of both, I have no idea. This weird crossover. But I just want to know if he's going to be there, and I hope we get some good crowd shots here because I know I know the Pitt faithful, they're going to show out in in Heinz Field, or oh, old yeah. Pitt Stadium, uh, acupuncture field. Thank, thank you, you very much. Yeah. Acupuncture field. That's right. Then I added one more game to the bottom that I forgot about. Indiana's going to Nebraska. Oh yeah, Nebraska's, Nebraska's got a new defensive coordinator. Let's let's ne- see what they can do now. Nebraska's favored by six. What? Nebraska minus six is the bet. The over under is 61 and a half. Oh man. It's shootout. I, this is big 10 football. It's a lot less interesting without Scott Frost. I'll give you that. Yes. But Indiana has been looking bad. Nebraska is flailing. We'll see what happens. Indiana three and one, Nebraska one and three. Indiana, Nebraska. Who is Indiana? We'll see beat? what happens. Illinois. Okay. They beat Illinois, who plays Wisconsin in a weird one. Um, they've also beat Western Kentucky, who they probably should have lost. And and they beat the Vandals of the Big Sky, Idaho. Oh, God. Well, if they beat, the, if they beat a Big Sky team. That's, I, that's mean, the, I mean, that's, that's the, the biggest that's the accomplishment this year. Thing. 
Seriously, this year, like if you've been a Big Sky team, you know, I mean, Colorado State lost by 31 to one of those. And then, I mean, Utah State lost by 28 to another. So you beat a Big Sky team, you're made. So this is actually only Nebraska and Indiana. This is only the third time they'll meet in Big Ten play. Because of the stupid like rotations. Yeah. No, yeah. So in 2016, Nebraska beat Indiana. 2019 was a one-score loss. Uh, that that Nebraska lost. Uh, Scott Frost with a one score loss in 2019 to Indiana. So here's here's a couple more games that we didn't have on the show notes because uh, again I'm fighting with furniture. You got Michigan State at Maryland. Oh. Now oh, it's going to be in October, right? Now Maryland's favored by eight. That sounds right, honestly. Now here's another one: Bowling Green at Akron, both one and three. But Bowling now, Green has has the transitive wins though. Bowling yeah, Green but, has an impressive pedigree. Well, you know, they got the transitive wins after they lost to Eastern Kentucky. It's fine. So. Hey, no one cares about that. Don't talk about that part. They, they, they've beat Notre Dame technically, okay? Technically, that's right. I think another one that we missed here, A&M at Mississippi State. Yeah. <sighs> Honestly, that might be one of the more intriguing. I think A&M, Mississippi State, and Michigan State, Maryland are, are sort of the same game. Not – for the same reasons, because Maryland oh, no. actually has an offense, <laughs> and I don't think any of the other teams do. But they're the same, like, you know, we're talking similar level teams that I think we're, we're power levels of these teams are pretty similar, and it's really going to tell you a lot about each team. By the way, it was Chicken Sedan that said Mississippi State and Texas A&M are on the same power level. It wasn't me. It wasn't Kamish. When you send your <laughs> your dog death squad after him. The dog death him, squad. Rebel Warriors. Rev Team Six shows up. Rev Team Six shows up and smashes in your windows. The Reveille Renegades coming after you. When you said Dog Death Squad, you were talking about the Bulldogs, and you were you were thinking that the the Klanga folks are going to come after me for just. Oh no, Klanga! Oh no, I'm fine. I'm fine disrespecting A and M. That's A and M. There you go. Uh huh. A and M three and one. Mississippi State three and one. Basically the same team. I've said this. Basically, we've you know. They're both it's maroon and white. They can't come for me. They, they played in the they played in the all time sickos Independence Bowl game in the snow. Uh, we just did have an update too. Another game got moved to Sunday, so the uh, SMU versus UCF is is now Sunday at at twelve noon. So we have nice. Eastern Washington at Florida at eleven Central, and then we have SMU at UCF at at twelve noon. The Florida game is going to be on ESPN Plus. And then the Central Florida game, it, it says watch on ESPN Network. So I'm assuming same treatment. But uh, we'll have two more games. And we'll probably just rank those because they're weird and they're playing on Sundays. And again, we hope everybody is safe in the hurricane, you know, and you have enough supplies and everything. Because I've I've been through a few of those and, and I've, I've ate, you know, those them MREs, which apparently wow. they're like 6,000 calories. And, and you're supposed to eat like one a day. And I was eating like one for every meal. <laughs> I, I put on a little weight after the storm. I'll just say that. I was it's just like, how am I gaining all this weight? I got a hurricane weight. Well, I mean, like, yeah. typically what happens in a hurricane, you're just waiting for the storm and then the power gets knocked out. And then you just start eating all your your non-perishable good munchies. <laughs> like, you're, you're, you're eating Chef Boyardee out of a can. You're eating, like, you know, non-toasted Pop-Tarts. You're just eating all these stupid snacks that you can have. 
uh, and I mean, if it worse comes to worse, you break out the uh, the propane burner that you use for crawfish boils or something like that and make some jiffy pop or something, whatever, just to try to keep yourself entertained. One one more weird one for me. You know who's been hanging under the radar a little bit in the Big Ten? Minnesota. A lot of a lot of teams. Be, be more spe- oh no, Minnesota's been really good. They've been yes. really good. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yet, 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 rather quiet. And and guess who comes into town? Ooh. Purdue. Wisconsin. Oh. Ooh. Purdue. The Boilermakers. So that one's a little interesting. I think people are starting to shift their opinions on the Big Ten West that Minnesota's going to win that one. And so we know Purdue plays a little bit of spoiler. They 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 were playing it loose and fast last week with Florida Atlantic, but they didn't have their starting quarterback. That one's a little bit, little little eyebrow raise for me there. Just to keep an eye on while everybody's watching Michigan and Iowa, I'm going to keep an eye on Minneapolis for that one. Uh, Chicken Sedan, anything else for this week? Uh, yeah, I got one thing, keeping with uh, some tradition that I started for the last time I was on the show, that I'm going to do a little shout-out to an internet curiosity that I think uh, would be of interest to a lot of our listeners. Uh, I don't know if, if, if either of y'all watched the uh, the NASA probe, where we, we sent a probe that's, uh, they said the size, I think they said it was the size of a washing machine, and hit an asteroid the size of a football stadium. I saw that, yeah. Which is wild. So, but there, uh, there's a few accounts that I've, I've, I've seen popping up that have just amused me on this. First, there was, um, there's one for Sue the T Rex, who's uh, uh, tweeting out, uh, gloating about uh, getting back at the asteroids. <laughs> but the other one that I think was funny, and I think this is probably a dead account now because I think it was we lost it was tweeting in real time. Is, uh, uh, the asteroid got angry. Probe. Asteroid got angry. Probe. And they did real did time updates of hitting the asteroid. <laughs> you started cutting out. The asteroid got angry. It found out. I, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, so, so there's there's the account at Dart Probe, and all their tweets are from September 26th. The very first tweet. I'm about to ruin this asteroid's whole career. <laughs> and just <laughs> progressively tweeting as it gets closer and closer. Pretty funny. My favorite one from that account is his second to last tweet. Quote. This one is for the dinosaurs. <laughs> Avenge me. Okay, this is great. No, the thing about NASA is like I don't really pay attention to NASA too much. Like I don't, I don't follow NASA news. And then you know, I, I opened Twitter the other day, and this is all of a sudden they're 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 shooting stuff at an asteroid. I'm like, mm-hmm. what the hell, NASA? Like, where is this coming from? Like, I'm not even paying attention. They're like every like month or or, or so they're they're doing something incredibly wild that I feel like I need to be paying more attention to NASA. And like, I'm like, they're shooting, you know, washing machines at, at football mm-hmm. field asteroids. I mean, what what is going on? I mean, it's just an amazing uh, achievement, but just funny. Yeah. You got anything else this week, Kamesh? Nothing. I'm just, I'm just hoping for a safe drive uh, across the entirety of, of nothing of West Texas. I, I've, I've driven to Fort Stockton uh, from San Antonio. It's about four hours of of absolute nothing uh the only thing on the way i can think of is a town called junction which you know AM fans know from the junction boys that mm-hmm. movie what was it tom berenger playing bear bryant yep. you know having the AM aggies out there in the heat in junction texas but uh th- there's really nothing there honestly there's like a school and maybe like a gas station off the interstate <laughs> there's nothing fort stockton has like four exits 
I have never been past that part on Interstate 10. So I, I look forward to completing my entire Interstate 10, you know, ride across Texas, which I haven't done it yet. I've, I've always, I've, I've gotten the Fort Stockton, but I, I'll have a little short. bit more time. I'm short, yeah. So I'm looking forward to going out there. I've never been to Las Cruces. I've I've been to like El Paso on train, but I never got off the train. But so I've never done uh, anything in Las Cruces. I'm excited. I, I look forward to seeing New Mexico State. I, I I know they have passionate fans. They have their own like broadcast network called Aggie yep. Vision. So I, I know it's a small school. I know it's in, essentially in the middle of the nowhere, but I'm excited. I, I look forward to this game. I, I hope they put on a good show for us, and, and I'm going to try to interview some people. And, again, I don't know what I'm doing. So I don't know what I'm doing here on a podcast either. So just having fun out there. Uh, on my side, the State Fair of Texas opens this week, so i got to figure out a time to go and sample all the Let's go. I want photos insanity. of this weird, I want this. I want the weird food that you're going to get. What was the one? It was called Fat Elvis or whatever? Yeah, the fat Elvis. It was like yeah. like, a, like a like a fried donut and peanuts and bananas or fried plantains. Yeah, oh yeah, it's do it. I, I want you to get the fat Elvis. Whatever that and and the uh, the trip to the ER afterwards. We're like, oh my my left hand's tingly. Oh God, <laughs> this is it. I'm sure they have that on site there with Big Tex. Probably do. Big Tex. Big Tex is the giant paddles. <laughs> Clear. It's a, gout, a gout trauma center. Well, gentlemen. Have a good week, and listeners, we will see you after week five. Have a good one, guys. Oh, stay tuned for the poll. Stay tuned for the poll.